like I've been telling myself that I'm, I'm a mermaid and then it just kind of all played out um, with the tail and, and all of that. So that's kind of how it came about was just this idea that I've had these surgeries and I've been overcoming all these things and I am a living mermaid. <laughs> about an end goal or achieving anything. It really is about this unleashing that goddess within and doing it mermaid style, you know? <laughs> on the swim team at age six years old and my mom always tells the story so great it's like I ran back from like swimming maybe like a 25 back or something and I'm like mommy I love it that moment that just led me down this path of competitive swimming and even at 36 years old you know it's like it's still this like underlying love of just passion and determination and, and really being able to like push your body past maybe you believe that was possible and so that's why I love swimming and loving the sport because especially when you have a disability like you want to be able to push your body but you don't want to push it to where you might um, incur an injury or something like that and so it's really helped me like stay healthy, but also getting to push ourselves, you know, beyond. A lot of times when you hear hip dysplasia, like you're thinking like a golden retriever dog or something, you know, because it really is this displaced, right, of the hips, of the hip joint and how it's moving or, you know, not connected. And so for me, like when I was born, like it was completely dislocated. And I would say like, well, within days or even like a week, doctors noticed that like, you know, this little baby, it was very loose there. And I, you know, could really just move around like much more flexible than maybe you should be able to. And so with that, like at four weeks old, I would have my first hip surgery. So they would start with one side, which was the right, because the right side was worse. Then they would move to the left side. And then all of this, I would have six and a half before I was three and a half years old. So I was in and out of a body cast, you know, and so that's why the water just felt so easy because you're lighter it's a, it was helpful for my rehab you know and all of those things my dream was to win a gold medal in the olympics right like that's kind of how this started in 2014 and it's evolved and expanded and it's really exciting because so with para-swimming they do something called international classification and where it is is like medical doctors are basically looking at your body and, and discovering you know where your numbers are and all these different types of things that they do to then see what classification you're going to be in. And so for me, because I did so much work on my body, like I really tried to like make it so you wouldn't be able to know that I had hip dysplasia. I mean, that's how dedicated I've been for my body for the last, you know, several years. 
And so in 2021, they would tell me that I would only be able to swim breaststroke. And so breaststroke for anyone that's had hip surgeries or even any type of thing, like breaststroke is a really hard stroke. It's probably one of the hardest strokes. It was my worst stroke ever. I never wanted to do it. It was like I avoided it at all costs. But in order to compete in the Paralympic level, I either would, you know, continue this journey or just say, oh, you know, this isn't for me. And what I've learned about journeys, you know, you learn so much about yourself by just taking that step that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to just take the step and I'm just going to be vulnerable and I'm going to share my experiences and maybe that's going to inspire somebody else to do it. So before it was like, oh, I got to do this thing, but now it really is just taking the step and helping, you know, somebody else take their own step. I want to see the next generation of women, you know, being able to not be afraid of their bodies and however they're experiencing their moments and getting to just say, hey, you know what, I'm just going to try it and I'm going to see where it goes. When I broke the record, I actually didn't know I broke it because I was just excited I got a best time. Like I had bested the best time I've ever had in breaststroke. And so then when I went home and I sat in meditation and, you know, I just got this nudge to check the American records. And the beautiful part was I actually broke it 10 to 12, like a 10 to 12 year old record, you know, and and I did it by like four seconds or, you know, more. And it allowed me to think back in 2010 and 2012 when I was overweight and, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with life and I was just like really unhappy and I was in the, the trauma right in the struggles of the trauma and not being able to see the the benefits of the trauma and what all of that was teaching me and so to be able to break records that were like around a time that I couldn't have even imagined seeing myself in this moment like it just then like I was able to just sink in with that and really appreciate you know these little parts of the journey whether it's can my legs move or can my arms move to whoa like it all came together this beautiful moment you know when we have trauma and we try to use like substances or you know these different types of things outside of us to really make us feel happy and the moment that someone can witness you like overcoming your trauma and and seeing the light and the love that you feel inside and like it's just this empowering moment for every individual that gets to experience it and it's like my parents are like my best friends you know like it's been my dream of all dreams to get to have them as my support and get to support them emotionally and physically through, you know, this experience of me. And this moment, I have both of them who are healthy and love to go to every swim meet and still like, it's like their, their little child is still continuing this dream. And it just fuels them for their own dreams, you know, whatever race or whatever thing that they want to do, like, 
they now have that ability by witnessing, you know, all the experiences that I've gone through. What swimming has taught me is the confidence to be myself, you know, this mer goddess that is, you know, really here to share love and I can create that and I can make that my thing based on this confidence that I have within myself. Start where you are right now, like whatever your goals are, you know, just make a plan, you know, bring people that those goals feel excited about to you and just go on a journey, you know, and, and see where, where you end up. When I became a breaststroker in 2021, I needed to go beyond this physical, like the way that I'd been trying to swim physically. Like I really now had to like enter my trauma, enter in a space of really opening myself spiritually and really seeing like, how is it that I'm going to, to make this work, right? To make my legs do this thing, to open my hips in a way that they've never done before. I couldn't really use the mind in the way that I had used it before. And so really what this podcast is, is me, you know, having a conversation with myself and, and maybe there's times when I'm crying and maybe there's times that I'm being vulnerable, but I feel it's important to share the journey, right? Share mm -hmm. the emotions that are coming up or share the pain or the different things that I'm experiencing along the way. And then I also have guests who have inspired me in some to whatever their journey is and how it's kind of collaborated with mine like even I would love to have you on my podcast you know and just like flip the roles right and see where how this started for you and and how all these things are kind of coming together because when we share right when we experience each other at our most deepest level like this is when we heal and when we heal we change our world and we we experience new experiences together in a way that is you know, really, really beautiful.